Greeting Earthlings, welcome to Saturday Morning Showdown. If this is your first time joining us, my name's Don. I'm Lee. We are a tag team of pop culture artists who go by the name 8-Bit Fusion. We grew up in the golden age of the Saturday morning cartoons, so we made the show to sit down with our friends and talk about our favorites. Uh, we have a returning guest this week. Welcome back, Teresa. How are you? Hi. Oh, I'm so glad to be here. I'm so excited. Uh, I'm doing okay. I'm real jazzed to talk about our favorite shows. Yeah. Nice. So we're doing a not cartoon this week, but I argue that Nickelodeon live actions are more cartoon than not. Um, oh, yeah. So, Teresa, tell our listeners, what are we about to watch? <sighs> Salute your shorts. I'm so excited. <laughs> salute your shorts oh <laughs> so it's a bummer why we're watching it this week because one of the actors i would argue the main actor passed away this week um but this is one of my favorite nickelodeon shows how about you lee oh yeah yeah it's definitely it's definitely up there um i think the last time i watched this was when nickelodeon did that weird thing uh the 90s are all that um i mm -hmm. think we were still living in our apartment and we were trying to figure out how to get it and we we are, we finally did figure out how to get. It. I think Teresa, you you offered. You, oh yeah, you can go over to my dad's and watch it if you really want to. I did. Um, I did. But yeah, that's the last time I watched it, which was like, oh, like ten fifteen years ago at this point. Yeah, I think it was twenty twelve that they were that they were recycling these old shows. I I was a little bummed. They did do this show, but they didn't do any of the other shows I wanted to watch. Yeah, so, yeah. At least for that cycle. Agreed. Um, now you said, Teresa, you watched this much more recently, right? Yeah, no lie. I only got a Paramount Plus subscription because they were showing episodes of like showing shows from Liquid Television on MTV. Nice. And they were showing old, like old, they had like Pete Pete, they had Salute Shorts, Hey Dude. They like, I, I was shocked because I don't know if we're going to talk about it, but there was like licensing issues for so long, mm -hmm. which mm -hmm. is why none of these shows were released on DVD or like one season of Adventures of Pete and Pete were and nothing else, especially because of all the music. But again, right. that's another show. Yeah. Um, we talked about it. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. But I was like, there is no way on this God-given earth that I'm not watching at least three episodes of Salute Your Short. So I did. I watched first three episodes probably like uh, end of 2020 when I broke my leg. So like end of 2020, like early 2021. And really? it was chef's kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. They're going to break me. I am currently boycotting Paramount Plus because I'm just, I refuse to pay for another subscription yeah. you know at this point like i might as well just get cable back i'm paying for so many goddamn right? subscriptions right um it sort of defeats the entire purpose of cord cutting but um but sure. they, they really might break me yeah they do have a lot of the old nickelodeon <gasps> stuff and did i did you say they have the the mtv liquid television stuff yeah i've I, been watching the state oh, i've been watching eon flux although i think i have the complete eon flux series on dvd because of you if i remember correctly you uh you that's correct yeah <laughs> i have to see if i still have it that might have been a fire uh, casualty but if and, i uh, some of our stuff survived some of it didn't i'll have to look yeah uh, daria's on there too oh I yeah Beans we definitely have that on dvd on but it was okay. yeah more excess yeah we're gonna have to get this we're gonna get me it's, we're gonna it's, get it's, this it's, i'm gonna hold out as long as i can but they're no, gonna get me and i think they're gonna get I me know, and Don, I know, and even Lee, I know our music tastes are very different, but they also have a lot of MTV unplugged. Like they had the Nirvana unplugged. It's a good one. Pearl Jam unplugged. Yeah. Nice. Um, Alanis Morissette unplugged. So I was like, and like VH1's, when that was a thing, uh, behind the music and like storytellers. Mm -hmm. So I was good. just like, yeah, yeah, I was like, I was like, 
Mm, I'm gonna so I sacrificed one of the like I was like I'll drop whatever like Discovery Plus or whatever it was Mm -hmm. so I could get Paramount Plus and I by far watch that one much more okay so yeah we might I mean also I can just give you like you can uh, after the show I'll give you my login information (laughs) (laughs) I'm not saying we can trade stars or uh or HBO Max but I'm saying we can straight stars for HBO Max. Great. Yes, Great. Plus, we need that Criminal Minds reunion on top of all that other stuff. Oh, God. That, it, yes. it, it really bothers me, the state of things, as far as streaming is concerned. But whatever. They're yeah. going to get me. It's fine. Yeah, they're going to get us. It's okay. We That's why we got Disney Plus, too, for all the cartoons for this, too. So we might as well get yeah. Armor Plus. Nice. Yeah. I do want to rewatch a bunch of these old Nickelodeon shows, so if they're on there. Yeah. For I've sure. also been really weirdly jonesing to watch the Dashboard Confessional Unplugged, so if that's on there, I'm going to be very happy, because that's not Ooh, easy to find. Yeah. I'll check. Nowhere. I will report back. Weird. Um, I, yeah. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> his drummer for that, this is so off off topic, but his Love drummer it. for that Love Unplugged it. is, like, incredible. Like, top 10 remember- favorite drummers for me. I remember, yeah, I remember you talking about that at yeah. some point in our friendship yeah <laughs> all right well i i haven't watched salute your shorts since lee said in 2012 when when um they were doing the 90s or all that block on teen nick so it's been a good decade for me mm. um so why don't we put this thing on and see what we think awesome Ken, wanna, wanna. we hold you in our hearts and when we think about you it makes me wanna fart it's I hope we never part. Now get it right or pay the price. And we're back. So we just finished watching the first episode of Salute Your Shorts. Mm. So I feel like I say this every week, but coming right out of it, I fucking loved it. <laughs> How about it's you? It's so good. Yes, I loved it. Definitely holds up with its time. I just it's it's so cute but dorky with like all like all the nineties hairstyles and the caboodle and everything it's just is so fun and the particular version we watched was like taped off of vhs like it has that 90s look it's in 4-3 i don't know gave me straight up nostalgia i i was all about it what about you Teresa? oh i loved it so as like yeah all for all of those reasons I was thinking, I kept thinking to myself, I'm like, is this the reason why, like, I understand, like, to tell the truth and, like, <laughs> and, like, I know how to be a decent person because all I did was watch Nickelodeon and, like, public television my entire childhood? <laughs> yeah. Well, and Nickelodeon, actually, I, I really feel like Nickelodeon did a really good job of, like, teaching morals or some bullshit. Like, a, a lot of their shows, I thought, had positive messages, so... Yeah. not at all surprised that you know we came from that um what does it say about me though that i identify most with the bully of this episode <laughs> i fucking love buttnik <laughs> yeah no, yeah definitely. definitely did teach like great values um they also like focused a lot on diverse characters and this show definitely yeah. had a lot of different uh people from different backgrounds and kids of different backgrounds diverse characters and that's something that i really that's why i think nickelodeon was just as good as like any of like the educational programming it was they just taught some very good lessons there yeah i think there's some truth to that for sure Mm -hmm. yeah i just like i remember like 
when I, f- I remember like when I first watched it, when I was, I like remember when I was a kid, I was the first, I was like, kids go to camp. Cause like <laughs> I was totally a poor kid. Like I was yeah. a super poor kid. And I think like, like it was a miracle that I even had Nickelodeon, like even to watch. Yeah. I think, I don't know uh, for our older listeners, uh, there used to be like that black box that was super sketch that like your uncle would bring you mm-hmm. to your house. And like, that's how I watched like Nickelodeon. It was yep. like totally nice. illegal. Yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> for sure. I think we all did, but I just like, I remember like, like I remember like being bullied in school and like, and like being able to see kids who looked like me, and who talked like me to like, like were dealing with the same things that I was dealing with really like affected me as a kid. And I think that was by design from what I know about Nickelodeon and like its creation and stuff. Yeah. Um, but, and I think that was like a, a through line through all of the shows too, not just salute your source, but did it in a really funny way because everybody loves watching a kid get pushed over. That's just, that's just gold. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, for sure. Oh gosh. Love it. Although those kids could not fight like the Letterkenny uh, kids could fight, <laughs> all I gotta say. <laughs> yeah, they really. There was like she. One of the kids said, "You popped him in the nose." There was no popping in that fight. That no. was two kids holding each other, rolling around. Yeah. At best. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> where Where do you guys rank? Salute your shorts in your live action Nickelodeon pantheon. Oh God. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Lee, I'm going to have you go first because I have to think about yeah, it. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of all the shows. Because, like, Pete and Pete's definitely, like, number one for me. Same for me. Same. But I, Same. Almost, I would say Salute Your Shoes might even be, like, number number two. I'm just trying to th- think of all the different shows. There's, like, like all the live actions. There's, of course, Explains It All. There's Hey yep. Dude. Um, mm, okay. Hey Dude was like kind. Of, I always watched it. It wasn't, wasn't my favorite. Of course, I love Curlers. So I might put Salute Your Shoes at number two, though. I was going to say that. I was going to say, for me, I think it's Pete and Pete, hands down. Yep. Salute your shorts. And then uh, Clarissa explains it all. Yeah, that's where I'm at. Yeah. So I'll be the contrarian here. Uh, for me, it is Pete and Pete, because Pete and Pete was the best, no question about it. I would put Salute Your Shorts as number three, because I loved me some Alex Mack. Oh, my God. I forgot about oh, Alex Mack. Oh, God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> solid solid show but pete or pete and pete's obviously great salute your shorts is great hey dude i would probably put last yeah hey dude is not great it's it's fine fine, yeah but But that oh wait no i'm totally wrong it's it's it goes pete and pete you can't do that on television that's hey dude that's a good one clarissa ali uh 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 alex mack that's it you can't forget shelby woo too yeah. Oh, son of a There's a lot of them. There was Shelby Wu, um, Harriet the Spy, too, right? That was a, that movie. Was a movie. That was a movie? Okay. Yeah. Um, but all that, Keenan and Kel. Yeah. You know. Yeah, those are yeah, they're up. Yeah, those are up there too. Yeah. Um, I actually um I was like yard sailing. I think it was probably like during the pandemic, because that's all we could really do is go to yard sales when it was warm out. And I just picked up like a bunch of like Nickelo- old Nickelodeon books. So there was like Alex Mack and Shelby Wu, and then I also got some Mary Kate and Ashley in there. Uh, I I was just so happy to find it. I didn't I didn't even care they're for kids. Like I'm like I, these are for me. <laughs> Wasn't there like a Good Burger book in there too, or something? I think I got that in a, another time. Okay. I, yeah, I do have a good I do have a Good Burger book. So speaking of books. Salute Your Shorts is based on a book. Yeah? Shut up. Um, 
the creator of the show, his name is Steve Slavkin. Um, he was approached by Nickelodeon to make a version of his book, which was called um, Salute Your Shorts Life at a Summer Camp. Oh, my God. Um, that, you know, they obviously turned into this. Yeah. Um, he's listed as the creator. Mm. The theme song is by a dude named Ed Alton. Can we talk about that theme song for uh, a second? I, I was yeah. singing. I was singing. Fucking my head. perfect. Oh, my God. I like love it. It, it couldn't oh God, be better. It's so good. Yeah. Such a good theme song. Now, we watched the show this week because uh, Kirk Bailey, who played Ugg in the show, passed away, I think, Monday this week. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But he was, he acted. A lot of these Nickelodeon shows, once the show's over, these people don't, like, act again. But he he worked. He acted up till the day he died. Um, oh, wow. He did a lot of voice work. He was in Frozen. He was in no Big way. Hero 6, Hotel Transylvania, Paranorman. Ah. He was in the um, the most recent Transformers movie, uh, the spinoff Bumblebee. Um, yeah, that dude, that dude worked. So, you know, he's he's been around. So that's that's a bummer. He's probably maybe other than maybe other than um butnik probably the most recognizable character in this show what do we think yeah definitely mm. yeah yeah definitely yeah cast wise i also wrote down uh danny coxy who plays butnik he he works still he gets a lot of like little roles like, I don't think you'd recognize any of the roles if I listed off the names, but he's in a lot of movies as, like, you know, that guy in the background kind of things. Um, yeah. So, yeah, you, you see him around. And uh, Donkey Lips is actually... It's weird, again, that the bullies were the only ones whose name I wrote down. So right. What does that say <laughs> about me? Um, Donkey Lips is actually in a couple a couple significant things. Yeah. He was a random character in Dude, Where's My Car? <laughs> He sure was. Does anybody remember Dude Where's My Car? I do. The fucking uh, Ashton Kutcher yes. movie. You and I saw that movie together. I'm aware. We- <laughs> I'm aware. <laughs> That's why I brought it up. Oh, that's hilarious. Um, oh, God. <laughs> he also played yeah. one of the characters in Evolution, which I love. He I love that. That is a great yeah. movie. He's so good in that movie. I mean, it's a bad movie, but it's like an awesome bad movie. Was wasn't it him and Ethan Suppley? They were yeah. friends. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. yeah last time we saw um, that was at the Mega Band Movie Night at the Academy of Natural Sciences. Yeah, dude. Did you ever go to any of those? No. So they did. They they haven't done them in about a decade, which is a bummer. But they used to have some of the scientists from the Academy of Natural Science watch a sci-fi movie and Mystery Science Theater three thousand in their in their uh, auditorium. Oh, that's awesome. And Evolution was one of them. Evolution was one of them. And you'd think it would be dry because it's like literal scientists critiquing the science fiction of a science fiction movie. But it was so fucking funny, but also informative. It was a really awesome event. It's a bummer they don't do them anymore. We're getting back to Academy of Natural Science. Yeah. Listen to this. Academy of Natural Sciences. Please do. In college, uh, I had a a dinosaurs class. It was called Dinosaurs. And one of my quizzes was I literally had to watch Jurassic Park and name six things that they historically got wrong. Like, like based on like, yeah, like, like there's no way that a Tyrannosaurus Rex and like a Brontosaurus would ever have been together. Mm -hmm. Like the way that like the the bones and stuff were and everything. And it was 
hilarious. And again, like you wouldn't think that that would be fun because like you have to like pay attention to like your notes and stuff. But it was great because my professor like was just like so angry about how <laughs> wrong everything was in that movie. And we're like, isn't this like Spielberg's one of Spielberg's best movies or something? Like <laughs> anyway, oh God, love that. It's kind of funny because I feel like that movie sort of fucked up science for a little while because like oh, imagine because that that movie came out before we figured out that direct that dinosaurs were birds you know what i mean so after that movie came out we started learning that dinosaurs were really feathered and can you imagine being the scientist to try and like hey you know that awesome movie you guys all love that's not what they look like at all. They look like fucking birds. Yeah. Like I, I can't imagine anyone was trying to bite that one. So yeah, yeah. I, it it took. I think it took longer for that like to become recognized science, at least by the public, yeah. because of Jurassic Park in yeah. like a weird way. Yep. Um, fun fact about Salute Your Shorts. Mm. This is technically the second episode of Salute Your Shorts. Um, this really? came out. This came out in 1990. This is billed as the episode number one. There was a pilot that was aired in 1990, um, and then it took Nickelodeon about nine months to pick the show up. And if you know anything about child actors, yeah. Nine months later, they don't look like kids anymore. Right? So they sure actually don't. had to recast the entire cast, with the exception of Ugg, because he was an adult. Um, right. And then, again, why am I always going back to the bullies? But these were the three, um, Ugg, Danny Cooksley, and, uh, and Michael Bowie, so Donkey Lips and Bud Mick, Um, They were the only returning members. Everyone else from the pilot had to be recast. Oh, wow. You know um, what? I heard about that. I do yeah. remember. I do remember hearing about that. Yeah. Yeah. So we technically that's, watched the second episode of Salute Your that's Shorts. Funny. Oh, that's awesome. Um, now, and I'm going to throw this out there and tell me how you guys vibe it. But like, I thought this show went longer. This show only ran for two seasons, and I don't know why, but I felt like there was a lot more episodes than two seasons. <laughs> Because Nickelodeon just played it over and over again. That is, true. that is true. <laughs> yeah. That is true. Because I have to say, I definitely watched this show for a solid six years. Yeah, but we're watching the same episodes every week. No. And I guess yeah. I had the, the mental capacity of a, bur of a goldfish back then. And, we all did. We, and I, yeah. what? And like I still seven, do. Yeah. Like, Very true. Let's be honest. But I think I think the like that's so that's the thing is like the the writing of of the show and like the content of the show is so good that you could watch it over and over again yeah. and like it didn't matter yeah. like like because I like when I watched I watched I think like up until like episode four or five when I did my rewatch mm -hmm. and I was like I feel like I'm I'm literally back like in my house with like in the summertime yep. like watching this like because i like because i remember them so vividly because they played so much yep. but yeah like it has definitely has that nostalgic feel but yeah. like it's but it, it still holds up it really does it really yeah so we 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 call that on this show like a time machine you know um yeah, for me for it's sure. the music whenever i hear a theme yeah. song for a show like this and this one especially i am like transported back to a child sitting on my parents oh, yeah. couch watching the show with a bowl of cereal you know for sure um yeah for me it's always the music that's what does mm -hmm. it for me which you know 
y'all know me that makes sense it does um, yeah, yeah totally <laughs> but uh yeah i, I like i i love that about re-watching these shows is it definitely does bring back the old warm and fuzzies yeah for sure and i think like for me too like i i watched i don't know if you guys talked about it on the show but like the orange years documentary yeah like, yeah that was, that was amazing yeah it was really great and like and like listening to the former president of um nickelodeon like yep. when she created it like i was like i was literally the demographic of, of like who they were talking about yep like i had both my parents were divorced and like i <laughs> i was home alone all my all the time like yep. you know like and i learned so much like through the comedy of the shows and the writing and then like and they would slip in like some serious issues and stuff yeah. and 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 because it was just really smart writing yeah but they but like that, that i think that's the thing is like the biggest misconception is people think kids are dumb and they are single-handedly the smartest people in the world seriously like i love performing for children because they will immediately tell you if you are terrible or if you are hilarious yeah like I was, I did this show in college. It was like a pterodactyl. It was like a, sorry, like a show about bullying. And mm-hmm. this little girl came up to me and said, you weren't that believable, but I guess you made some <laughs> jokes. And I was like, damn. And then I went to a different school and this little boy was like, you were the funniest person. Cause like, I like literally took that little girl's like notes mm-hmm. and was like, okay, what can I do to be better? And like, I looked up like, and I read about like how pterodactyls flew and stuff, like the theories behind it. Yeah. And like, and I, cause like this little girl just like shot darts into my heart. And I was just <laughs> like, Oh my God. But that's the thing is like, and that's how Nickelodeon wrote Nickelodeon wrote programming for kids, knowing that they were going to be in on the joke. Yeah. Yeah. And like that they're not dumb and like you should make them like they're part of the conversation. Yeah. And I think Salute Your Shorts did an excellent job with that because like how many times have we in our youth like lied or like been in a weird situation where we had to like betray a friend and it's just, oh my God, love it. It's so real. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I Listening to, I forget her name and I really should know it, but listening to the the woman who ran Nickelodeon at the time, listening to her like her mission statement of what she wanted Nickelodeon to be, you know, not talking down to kids, but like making content for them was it was a brilliant thing for them to do. Uh and they were like really bold and ambitious in like mm-hmm. doing shows like this or doing like Pete and Pete, um, which is like this bizarre, surreal universe that they they made there. Um but then also like the diversity content of like the the cat this cast being being very mixed and then also having you know all that having like hip hop acts and stuff on a kids show was like insane at the time. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, no. Listening to her mission statement for for Nickelodeon in the Orange Years was awesome. Also, the scene I always go back to with the Orange Years was the Magic Johnson scene. Like I was, oh my god, crying. Yeah. I I was crying. Yeah. 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 I remember too watching um, Nick News or whatever. Yeah, I think it was like Nick News or like whatever. Like I know that they like other programming, but like they talked about like kids like whose parents were getting divorced and yeah. like like and for me like I never realized like how impactful my parents' divorce was until mm-hmm. I heard other kids talking about it, and I was like, oh, like what I'm feeling is is normal because. Yeah. For whatever reason, back when we were kids, like, (laughs) 
I don't know. They were just like, eh, it'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> don't worry about it. Well, and like even looking like these kids, like like the whole lot, because like what we're technically latchkey kids, right? Yeah. Is that like yep. our demographic? Yeah. It's our demographic. And it's just like in watching and watching this episode, I was like, oh yeah, like it would totally make sense that the camp would totally be fine with these kids literally doing whatever the hell they wanted to do. Right. Like camps now, like there's no way. No. And and I think too, like, like you can never recreate this. You can never re you can never reboot salute your shorts. Like, because it was a flash in a pan yeah. at, it was like the right audience at the right time with the right writers. Cause like, weren't there like a whole bunch of crazy writers that went off and did like crazy stuff. And like, they got their start writing for Nickelodeon. Yeah, Nickelodeon, kind of the same way I would say Troma Films does. Nickelodeon would bring in, like, people without a big resume who would, like, get their teeth cut doing these mm-hmm. shows. Um, so, yeah, you got a lot of, like, visionary voices on Nickelodeon. The ones that I know that I can speak to the most would be, like, um, fucking John Chris Felucci, as much as I hate to bring his name up. Um, The dude who made Ren and Stimpy. Uh, I cannot Mm -hmm. remember the guy's name who made Doug, but they brought in like a lot of like auteur visionaries um, to make their projects. Um, So people who had a vision, not just trying to make like a toy commercial kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And I think also the reason why it works is because there's like, I always thought there was like two schools of thoughts of kids. There was the Disney kids and like the anti-Disney kids and Nickelodeon was totally the antithesis of Disney. They were very much the anti-Disney kids. Yeah. 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 Because it was like, not everything is sunshine and rainbows and that's what makes life beautiful. And we want to highlight that because through kindness and humor, you can get through most things where Disney is like, everything is perfect and sunshine and rainbows and the princess will get the prince. And it's like, that's not how life is. (laughs) And I always felt closer to like, like I, like I, I I think wasn't, I was I on the Beetlejuice episode? I think like I prefer the Beetlejuice episode. Like I preferred watching Beetlejuice than I did like watching like the little mermaid and Hercules and stuff. Like, because it was just darker and like, I got, and I just like, this gets me. Not that I don't love Disney stuff because I do obviously, but um, I, yeah, I just think that like there is this large group of kids that needed content like this and I don't think that that is the same nowadays. I think obviously it could be something different, but like with salute your shorts, like it was just like, it it was just like, well, what happens if a bunch of kids are just out of camp and like, let's see what happens. And it's, and like, and it's awesome. And it's just so silly. Yeah. Yeah. Anti Disney really is probably the best way to explain the, the nineties Nickelodeon. I feel like sure. Nickelodeon now and Disney Channel now are almost indistinguishable. And I mean, I'm also absolutely in my 30s, so I'm not the target demographic at all. And I'm not really watching sure. these shows. So maybe I'm wrong, but I do feel like the I, I can't tell the shows apart, um, you know, from where I'm sitting. But right. back then, and I am not a Disney fan at, at all. I never was as a kid. I am not now. Um, so yeah, the anti-Disney definitely jives with me because I think that's what I liked about it. It wasn't the bullshit that was on that channel. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I absolutely agree. And I just just love the show so much because I um I'm more of like a middle class kid, but like I did get to go to camp and I did get to do play all the, the games that they did and do the capture the flags and 
uh, the one of the camps I went to was actually it was a we were I was in campfire so I, it was a girl it was girls going to a camp but it was actually a Boy Scout camp so we were kind of, it was kind of like we got the girls and boys got to play together and yeah. go swimming together and all the like all the fun games and um all that kind of fun stuff so like this definitely brought back good memories of my childhood. That's awesome. Yeah, I I've, I knew that you went to a like not a Girl Scout camp. I, I didn't in my head put together how much more like Salute Your Shorts the camp you went to would be than like a Girl Scout camp. That's really cool. Yeah, and that's why I like like going. I like that we like me and you like I I like going down the shore, but I also love going to when we go to your parents' campground because it just while it's not like like a kid camp, it just kind of like the 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 scenery and the river and all, all the stuff that we have there. It's just, it just brings back good memories. Mm-hmm. Now, sure. now, um, unlike a lot of the other Nickelodeon shows from the time, this show was filmed in LA. Oh, really? Yeah. A lot of their stuff was filmed in Florida and then, um, P and P was Jersey, but a lot mm-hmm. of their stuff was like East coast or, yeah. or filmed in Canada. Um, this was actually filmed in L.A., and that's part of the reason why it got canceled. Um, after two seasons, Viacom, who owned Nickelodeon at the time, wanted to reduce production costs and relocate the shooting to Florida. Okay. Um, mm. None of the cast, I don't know about none, but most of the cast said no. They they would not. They would not leave, which, I mean, as a child actor, that's probably a good bet. You don't want to not be in L.A., as a child yeah. actor. So most of them stayed in LA. So they just canceled the show after two seasons and they did that. They wanted to reduce production costs so that they could funnel that money into Beavis and Butthead. Ah, so there's that. <laughs> there we did you get go. Beavis well, and Butthead. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was probably the right choice. I don't probably. Know. I mean, yeah. Beavis and Butthead is amazing. Beavis and Butthead's pretty great. I, I think too. Fucking like judge, man. Yeah. yeah. I think that's also a really interesting possible correlation too, is like at this time you're having um, you're, you're having this programming for, for children, but you're also seeing interesting programming happening for teenagers and young adults with MTV. Cause like MTV starts like tapping into an unused market because they had all this dead space. Yeah. So like, that's where you get like the television and then like you get like all of these other things. Daria, Aeon Flux. Right. And I think it's just really cool because I think, you know, I know corporate America is the devil, but like Viacom, whoever was the president or the person at the time, I mean, kind of tapped into a really interesting market, like was able to nab millennials before we knew that we were millennials and still and still tapping into Gen X. Yeah. Which is which is great because like the state, they're all Gen Xers like. Yeah. You know, and well, a lot of times just... Gen Xers will make content for millennials. You know, boomers will make content for Gen Xers. That's usually how it plays out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's interesting because it was right around the same time that Nickelodeon was tapping into something. Mm-hmm. MTV was tapping into something completely different. Right. And I think that's interesting. And I, I think I was kind of right on the transition because I was watching these Nickelodeon shows and I was watching Daria and, uh, and Beavis and Butt. Same, same yeah. here. Yep. And I think too, yeah, like, like I think for a lot of us, especially in this age demographic now, like we were like, 
we were a little we were a little bit more mature than I think we should have been. Just well, in terms of kids. like we had to be, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I think that's why we kind of border on this. Like like although like liquid like television on and like that programming wasn't meant for me. Yeah. I think but because I had older siblings, I was really lucky in that regard that I was able to to teeter both of them. Yeah. And still had a great appreciation, was able to laugh and like be stupid watching like P.E.P. and Cursor Explains It All and all of that, mm-hmm. but still also being able to laugh or at least pretend to laugh at the jokes uh, <laughs> of, of like stuff that I, you know, went over my head. Yeah. Yeah. Have you gone back and rewatched any of the old liquid television stuff or any of the old MTV stuff, particularly Daria? Um, I started, I did watch a few episodes of Daria um, not too long ago, um, but I just kind of like, I didn't go in any specific order. I was just yeah. like, I think nice. I remember this episode. I'm going to look at this episode. Um, I am currently rewatching Eon Flux. Nice. Um, I want. Yeah. I, I think I'm going to do that now that now that you've brought it up. It's on my mind. I kind of want to do that. So I have to go see if I still have that box set. I definitely yeah. want to cover Daria on our um, After Dark uh, program of Saturday Morning Showdown. Um, mm-hmm. She actually just it the show to celebrate the 25th birthday. I think it was like this sometime this week, and because um. My favorite store that has our art, the South Street Art Mart, featured a lot of their diary-related items. And I actually just got these really awesome six-sided world earrings from the little this this uh, art's called the Little Spooky Shop. Um, so I'm nice. a, I'm a huge Daria fan. I definitely we watched it probably I'm say like was it five years ago when we did a rewatch? That sounds about right. Maybe we did like yeah. a little re- rewatch of it, but I definitely want to watch it again because it's just it's just so good. Yeah. Yeah, I also I did I did start watching um, just because like some of my favorite sketches are from the state. Oh, so yeah. I was like I was like you know like they do the the birthday party. I don't know if you remember that sketch. They mm-hmm. they go to they go to kids' birthday party and like they're trying to pick up people. <laughs> it's just like it's just like it's total nonsense, but it's just so funny and like and yeah, I was just like a lot of my my comedy like understanding and a lot of my comedy style and and what i find funny comes from that and it just comes from a bunch of people knowing again like the antithesis of snl like yeah. it was like <laughs> it was so anti like sugar c- cookie cutter coated it was just some wild wild stuff and it was just it was just awesome I and would... it's really and it's fun to look at now and like being like how like how did this even come to be (laughs) yeah i i would probably argue that the state and ucb are probably the biggest influences on like my adult comedy life you know Mm -hmm. the shows i watch now are almost entirely people from the state or people from ucb you know parks and Mm -hmm. rec is obviously amy poehler all of the state people are in the show New Girl. I don't know if you ever watched that, but like the crossovers for the state and New Girl are weird and crazy. Uh, and <laughs> a lot of them are in um a lot of them are in um, Parks and Rec too. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, those two shows are probably the most influential what show, for what me. What show that we recently watched that like all ever like a lot of the state was in that that show that Ben from New Girl. I'm not New Girl. I'm Parks and Rec. What was the name of that show? Oh, party down! Party too. down! Yeah, yeah. A lot of oh, them. Yeah. A lot of them are in party, party down. down. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. good. Yeah. Well, and um, Reno nine one one too. Well, yeah, Reno nine one one is basically a state of a state. It's, you know, it's sequel. just yeah, yeah reunion. It's all of yeah. Them, yeah. Um. But um. Yeah. It. Oh God. Love it. 
Yeah. I love it so much. But I find that a lot of my favorite shows have crossover with the Same, state or yeah. crossover with yeah. UCB or both. So For sure. A um, couple other fun facts I have. Mm, Danny tell. Cookley. Uh, he played again. Um, Budnick. Yes. He did backup vocals for one of Rilo Kylie's albums. Oh. Uh, take off, <laughs> take offs and landings in 2001. Which is weird. And I fucking love that. It's super strange. And that I'm is... here for it. He has his yeah. own band too. I forget what they're called, but I, I the, the Rilo Kylie collection's insane because they're huge. Yeah. yeah. It's a huge deal. Sure. And another little, very random fun fact, but on the Wikipedia for, um, for Salute Your Shorts, it mentions a New Jersey ska band called Awful Waffle. <laughs> um, yes. Because the, the Awful Waffle prank from this episode. Yep. Awful Waffle features members of another band called The Best of the Worst. And um, they put out my second favorite album of last year. I was gonna say I know this band because but we're of also like I'm connected to them. My my I have not met them yet, but my band is like working on booking a show with them. Right. Um, the singer of my band, Joe, who's been on the podcast before. I don't think I've ever actually mentioned it. I play drums in the band called Take Today. Anyway, um, yeah, my band will be playing shows with Best of the Worst at some point in the mm, future. That's awesome. But again, uh, those guys used to be in a band called Awful Waffle. And Best of the Worst is who Pete opened Pete up for that cat bite show we went to, right? What? The cat bite show we went to? Yeah, best of the worst opened that, that cat bite yeah. show. Yes. Yeah, they're they're yeah, they were really good out there. They're awesome. They're a great band. If yeah. you if you're into really any subgenre of punk, I, I suggest best of the worst. They generally fall under a ska band because they have horns, but mm. they have like breakdowns like a hardcore band. They have like chugga versus like an emo band. It's really strange because it's like hardcore emo and ska. All at once, not like ska parts, emo parts. No, all at once. It's very strange. There's like breakdowns with horns. It's such a strange thing that they managed to do, but it works so well. I, This is not a music podcast, but I very much <laughs> love them. And again, they used to be in a band called Awful Waffle, thanks to uh, the Awful Waffle scene on this show. Salute shorts. <laughs> um, That's hilarious. Yeah. But that's all I got, guys. Um <sighs> circling so back one last time the show fucking holds up and you should watch it definitely give paramount if... plus your goddamn money as much as i hate it i know yeah. <laughs> i mean so what do we though. think do you think this holds up with for would hold up for kids today i I, see, I struggle with that because i am not a kid today so it's funny so i have a i i'm very i'm very I'm very blessed because I have a 17 year old nephew. Nice. Yeah, he just he just turned 17 a month ago, which is crazy. Wow. Uh, and yeah, Don, let that sink in. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> we were in high school when he was born. I know. <laughs> um, and then I have a eight year old niece, and then I have like a two year old nephew. And so I had when I watched like when I watched my nephew and niece, I would put on. Old, like the stuff that I would watch yeah. and it's literally like a hit or miss like mm -hmm. Thomas it does isn't really into like the Nickelodeons like like um real life like real action stuff right. Right, right. he's more into like the old cartoons which I'm like I'm totally cool with yeah where my niece I think because she just like likes people being silly yeah. she's more into the real life stuff so I think I think it just depends on the kid and like yeah. depends on the parent that's true 
Because like yeah, our parents didn't fair. give a crap. Our yeah. parents were too busy working two jobs, so they didn't care what we were watching as long as we weren't, you know, setting the house on fire. Again, latchkey so. kids. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a tough one. I I find the show deeply nostalgic because I loved it very much as a kid. Um, so watching it brings back those feelings. But there's times where like I'm I've been very nostalgic for a show and then we rewatch it and I'm like, oh, that was garbage. What the <laughs> yeah. hell was I thinking? This was not it. This was, I, not, this yeah. was awesome. This I'm, was I'm so garbage. glad we watched this. Yeah, sometimes and I hate yeah, it's definitely sad when that happens. But yeah, I think and I think again, because like I remember it being on Nickelodeon like well into like my early teens yeah like they were sure. still ha- it was it was still like in syndication yeah, yeah. i think you know and like and it's only two seasons so yeah. and i think yeah I, I think that also was part of it too is like when we did rewatch it it was like it was very familiar but yeah. it wasn't cringy it was like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that's yeah. hilarious yeah <laughs> yeah i'm gonna when this is done i'm definitely gonna watch more of this because yeah I, I definitely need to keep watching this over and over again because it's like so one good. of my favorites yeah me too so good oh god love nickelodeon <laughs> we have to do some more cartoons but then after yes. we do a few more cartoons we're doing alex mack teresa's coming back on it's fine yeah! i'm decided. totally okay with that <laughs> oh i'm so excited yes <laughs> love alex mack yes. all right um this is the part of the show where lee plugs where we will be so lee what do we got yeah, going I'm on i'm pulling up my calendar because we actually have stuff I mean, we didn't have stuff before pandemic ruined a lot of things, but it doesn't seem to be ruining stuff right now. So let me bring up my list. All right. So our next show is in Ocean City, New Jersey, April 2nd and April 3rd. We'll be at OCCon. Um, If you want to take a day trip to the shore or a weekend trip, come on down to Ocean City. We'll be there. Um, It should be a good time at the beach. I should say New Jersey for clarity. I did say Ocean City, New Jersey. (laughs) Okay. Maybe I wasn't paying attention. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, after that, we'll be at South Jersey Geek Fest. Um, that, I believe, is in Woodbury, New Jersey, South Jersey. That is April 16th. Um, come on out. Um, the people that run the Tiki Tiki board game and store will be putting that on. Um, they're great people. There'll be a lot of awesome artists there. Definitely come check that out if you're in South Jersey or feel like traveling to South Jersey. Um, after that, we will be at the Smithville Art Walk. That will be April 23rd. Um, a lot of our friends will be set up there. Mike from the Underground puts on such a great show. Smithville is such a fun place. Um, come on out. Um, that's an awesome, good time. Yeah, a couple past uh, guests of our show, Geek Boy Press and the art of Bob Burke will be there. And our good friend Jenny Kins will be there too. So definitely come check that out. Um, in May, we'll be May 21st. We will be at John Aru in south jersey um and actually this will be a treat uh don's band take today will also be playing that as well not many times where you get to have um ape fusion and take today doing the same thing at the same time so that's going to be a great day come out to that one and then in july july 9th we'll be at blob fest in phoenixville pennsylvania at the colonial theater where they had the run out for the blob um a lot of great friends and artists will be there as well it's a good time check that out and then lastly on our list right now we have RetroCon in september that's september 24th and 25th um retro is such a good time we mention it a lot on the show 
Um, lots of it's a great toy show. Brings back a lot of nostalgia '90s stuff. There, I'll probably be walking around looking for a lot of Nickelodeon toys, uh, McDonald's toys, and Burger King toys. So it's a good time. Check that out. Um, we should be adding more stuff to our schedule too. I know that was really long, but there's always more to come. Um, other than that, if you go down to South Street in Philly, go to the South Street Art Mart. Um, our stuff's in that store with a hundred other artists and say hi to our friends Nicole and Nicole. Um, it's a great shop. Um, if you can't get the South Street, um, go to SouthStreetArtMart.com. Um, there's a lot of great stuff there, including our stuff. We have a couple of pins and parlor pieces there. So definitely come and check that out. Um, and just remember just to continue to support each other in everything you do, restaurants, small businesses, etc. Um, the world is still shit. So we just have to make sure we're still supporting each other. Um, also, we have a link tree now. Um, you can go to link tree to find out all of our events. Um, so if you go to linktr.ee slash apifusion, um, all of our events are, are on there now. Um, information about our podcast and our website. So definitely come check that out. It's super cool. All right. Thanks for listening to me as usual. Peace. Awesome. <laughs> um, guys, remember to rate and review our podcast wherever you get podcasts. Uh, join our Facebook discussion group, which is Saturday Morning Showdown. And um, we'll talk to you guys again in a couple weeks. Peace. Bye. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.